chime, rise the chime. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sippel. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Double Barrel Wednesday. Steve Sippel, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. We'll have Parker Gabriel next segment to talk all things Nebraska football and more. Yeah. He wrote the article uh, on the subject we're going to talk about next. I want to say something, though. This has been an exciting show because we came up with a new bit. That bit with Harrison reading... (laughs) Not reading, but reciting Tom Petty lines is a hit, and it was way better than I thought. Now we we, we, are, need, a, we need a fancy name for it. it. Can't just be a Harrison reciting Tom Petty. It's got to no, be we'll, okay. Two things. We need a little work into that. Two things. We have to think of a. Now the listeners can help us too with this if they want. Think of a name, a name for the bit, and also if if there's Tom Petty fans out there and you can think of a line mm-hmm. that you want to hear Harrison say from a Tom Petty song. That would be great because we, we, I mean, that's the critical element of this bit. Watch her walk was a great one. It's the first thing that came to my head is this week. I got to see Harrison do the twang of the watch her walk. <laughs> he nailed it. He nailed it. Yeah, I'll have the audio pulled up for us so we can listen to how it sounds like, you know, okay. after the fact. After Harrison, the fact. Harrison's rendition versus Tom Petty's yeah. rendition of it. Yeah, just to, all we're looking for is a. Ideally, a line that's between three and seven, eight words, not too long. You don't want too long because you got to remember. Well, it it, the here's the, here's the problem, though, we run into. So the, the reason why Watch Your Walk worked well, yes, because you didn't have to sing it; you just said it, right? And somebody's, yeah. you know, if we want to do, you know, if you want to do the, you know, she says she hates her boss, you got to sing that. Yeah, but Petty Petty talks some lines, so we might be okay it's, that we way. We need to go for the talking lines. Yeah, he talks some lines. There's some great lyrics out got there one. that Tom Petty has, Ooh, but it one. can't be what he's singing. I got one. I'm not going to, obviously, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'll, I'll tell you later. I'm not going to tell Harrison. I got one. Got a good Where one. Where he's talking? Tomorrow. Yeah. It's a talk are, are we going to limit ourselves in that because... Again, even when it feels like he's talking, sometimes he actually there's a little bit, a little bit of singing. Involved. Yeah, a little bit. I got one. You're gonna be proud of me on this one. You're gonna be proud of me on this one. You're gonna be proud of me. I got okay, one. But can you? How long can you do that for? I don't know. We gotta get Harrison to sing. <laughs> well, yeah, Harrison. There might be a little singing involved. Well, it's gonna be one line at the most. Yeah. Not, you're not singing a song. Yeah, we we got to keep it between three and eight words because he's got to remember. Yeah, that's it. right. 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 Watch her walk. That's easy. That's why I said it. Yeah. All right. That's fun. That's going to yeah, be fun. That's you. probably daily, right? I think we should do this daily. If we can do it. Yeah, daily for a while until we run out of songs. No, we're not going to run out of songs. The challenge. Ch- Soon to be singing like half of a song for us. All right. <laughs> please sing the first half of this song, Harrison. All right. Let's talk about this This. This Parker Gabriel yes, article. Our guest up next wrote about, uh, that's Parker Gabriel. This is really Lincoln good. Journal Star. Wrote about uh, what Huskers have the most to prove this offseason to get this team to the next level. Um, I would say it's this. 
It's actually five Huskers entering spring ball at a critical juncture in their careers. Well, they have a lot to prove then. I mean, that's a, it's a, basically the same thing I said. You're just using Parker's words. What I said is same. essentially the exact same thing you said, except it's different wording. They're at a critical juncture. They have a lot to prove. Yeah. <laughs> same damn thing. All right. I put my spin on <laughs> okay. the read. Okay. okay. Yeah. I guess. All right. Ridiculous here. All right, here's the here's the five players. When when spring ball gets rolling on February twenty eighth, yes, twelve days from right now. Go ahead, five players. Here are the five players that Parker Gabriel believes are, are facing a critical juncture, or what I say have are in prove it mode. Okay, okay, same damn thing. Okay, okay. number one, Bryce Benhart, who was uh, Nebraska's right tackle for most of last season. We all know. The struggles against Michigan State, allowing 14 pressures on that side in that game by himself. We all know that it, it, when Nebraska played their best quarter and a half of football back-to-back weeks when you had Teddy Prohaska go to left tackle, Turner Corcoran go to right tackle for the Northwestern game and the first part of Michigan before the injury to Prohaska, you know, Ben Hart wasn't on the field for that. But he is a, you know, he's a guy that still is a big body is important. Do you agree with that, him being on this list? Oh, absolutely. Keep going. Uh, number two, we have not seen this guy at all, really. That's why no, it's we important haven't. for him to step up. Mozai Newsom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number three, Noah Polagates, who was a, you know, a highly regarded safety coming out of high school. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, these guys, Noah Polagates, Bryce Benhart, um, these guys have been in a program for four years. I mean... For sure, Ben Hart and Noah Pola Gates have been. They've been in the program for four years. Okay, right. keep going. Uh, Logan Smothers, I think, is interesting on here. Like I, I don't know. I think the assumption here is that you will have Casey Thompson starting, but I guess he does have something to prove if he wants to be in that conversation. For I talked starting. to Parker about that. That's the one on the list, and I, and I wouldn't bring this up if I didn't if I didn't talk to Parker about it. That's the one on the list. I thought. Braxton Clark and, and and Braxton Clark's a corner. Yes, um, a, I would call veteran corner. I think he's a junior. It's hard to know what guys are now because, you know, because the COVID extra year thing just it muddied it all weird. up. Yeah, but Braxton Clark's a veteran corner, and Parker con- considered strongly Braxton Clark instead of Smothers, but he makes a good case why Logan Smothers belongs on the list of players at a critical juncture of their career. He has to prove himself in a new offense. We'll, we'll go back to it. Okay, and, keep going. and the last guy that Parker mentions is Marquis Stepp, of course, the USC transfer running back who really kind of lost himself in the shuffle as the toward the end of the season last year. Yeah, I'd say he's, a critical, he's at a critical juncture. He's a junior. It's, it's a strange – think about it. I mean – it's always sort of interesting to me to think about this stuff in retrospect. Think about when he came in, the excitement attached to Marky's step. Remember that? That was just a year ago, Jake. That was just a year ago. And you thought, hey, this guy proved it at USC. Here's a big back. He's a big back. 6'1", 230 pounds. But, that, but you know what, Jake? All he got this year... 45 carries for 177 over seven games. That's this is not now there was a okay. Frost at one point in the season wondered whether 
Step was fully healthy, but Step said he was fully healthy. So I don't I don't know what held him back. I I don't I mean he was something held him back. I don't know what it was. Uh, by the way, quickly to answer Scott's question, the text line: What what position is Mosai Newsom? He is defensive line. Yes, sorry, Mosai Mosai Newsom, defensive line. Which again, the depth is is extremely important there right now. They just have all line. these young guys that you don't know about. You know about Ty Robinson, right? And you know about Casey Rogers. After that, Jake, I don't know, and they don't know. I mean, you have Nash Hutmacher, Marquise Black, Raquan Buckley, Mosiah mm-hmm. um, Newsom. He he's a, he is a fourth year sophomore, fourth year sophomore from Iowa, from Waverly, Iowa, and he's on this list because of the as as Parker points out the extreme nature of need on the defensive line. We talk a lot about Nebraska's offensive line that needs to be fortified. The defensive line is about is is basically in the same conversation. It's a little different because they're playing even a lot, and you feel good about the rush ends. Caleb Tanner, Garrett Nelson, you feel fine about them. Feldarius Payne, okay, you feel pretty. I'd say I feel okay. I'd say I feel good. Plus, I feel better than okay. I think okay. Caleb Tanner's in a, okay. I think Caleb Tanner's going to finish his career. In a big way. I think Garrett Nelson is – I mean, Garrett Nelson had a very good year last year. Jake. He did. I, I, I can't deny that. Yeah. I don't feel great about that and, spot. And don't, forget, and don't forget Feldarius Payne. He left for a period. They got they got him back. Yeah, he didn't he didn't do much after the first couple games, but I, I think it's depth. I'm not trying to pour water on this. But, yeah, I feel, I feel like they have – they're okay there. They're okay. But Newsom is the kind of guy that you hope – this spring, you just keep hearing about over and over, because they need they need they need that bad. They need Newsom, a guy like Newsom, to come up big, or or you know, the some maybe one of her, or two of the younger guys. If if I were to add some you know a couple players to this list that are at a crossroads or need to step up for this team at a critical juncture of yeah. their careers, yes, yeah, crossroads, critical juncture, whatever. <laughs> I think I would go right to the offensive line. I think I'd go Ethan Piper. Okay. Because I think he, he's played, but you know we want some more there. I think Ethan Piper, has, I believe he has 10 starts. Okay. I want, want to see more there. Oh, here. I'm going to get it. want to see more. Okay. Uh, it's hard now because he's not playing in in the spring, but I, I'll, Turner Corcoran's also in that conversation. Yeah, it's you hard know, because he's not here. Is, is he going to be at right tackle? Is he going to be at center? Where is he going to be? I mean, there's a lot. and There's kind of a you know, crossroads a, a, juncture there too are they too young to be at a critical juncture of their careers corcoran has 12 starts ethan piper has 10 ben hart has 18 starts under his belt fourth year in the program so i i get you i get you though oh yeah those guys there's really there's a lot of there's several guys on the offensive line that probably fit in this conversation the offensive line needs to improve ASAP, like Donovan Rayola has a is a big mission to make those guys respectable. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about it over and over and over, and he doesn't mind Donovan. I, I mean, I, I know he knows he knows what kind of job he's facing here. Um, so yeah, I, I get you now. 
I, I think Noah Paul Gates is interesting. Yeah, well, you've got two open safety spots right now. Not really. Yeah, I think Miles. <laughs> I think Miles Farmer. It's pretty open locked. until it's. It, well, in, in that sense, so it's all Dismuke, Dismuke, and Deontay Williams with the starting safety. So right now, that is open until it's not open. That's true. Okay, I'll give you that. Miles always, Farmer might be slotted as a favorite there, yeah. but in, if Noah Paula Gates breaks out in the spring or the fall, maybe he gets that spot. Yep. And you think, no, you're right. You think Singleton not, yeah. coming in will, will likely have a chance to start there also. It's per, I perhaps am being premature and handing Miles. I think Miles, you are. Yeah, and I, I might be in handing Miles Farmer a job. Uh, um, Miles Farmer um, obviously started when Deontay Williams went down. After Deontay Williams went down against Minnesota, Farmer started the rest of the way. That's why I say that. Yeah, who's going to be a? I'm saying it. Who's going to be alongside Farmer? Noah Pola Gates has not been able to crack into the regular secondary rotation um, under Travis Fisher, but as as Parker points out, a lot of that is because of Dismuke and Williams, uh, who are veteran veteran guys who basically didn't even need to be coached. I'm telling you, last year they basically didn't need to be coached. I'd watch Deshaun Singleton very closely in this conversation. The JUCO transfer, yeah, yeah, yeah. New, I new addition, yeah. Desha- I think it comes down to Deshaun Singleton or Noah Paul Gates is what I think. Yeah, well, I, well, we shall see. Noah Paul Gates certainly again like came into Nebraska with a lot of excitement around him. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Uh, some walk-ons, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But even they get some. Yeah, who doesn't come in with a lot of excitement? Well, Noah was a four star. He had just played in uh, you know an all an all American game and it's played. A funny well. statement, though. Say that yeah. I always get a kick out of that. He came into Nebraska with a lot of excitement. Yeah, thanks. so there's there's five guys uh, that Parker Gabriel believes you know are in a critical juncture or the crossroads of their career at Nebraska. Yeah, thank you for. Um, I think we got to continue to hammer football well before we get to parker i have one more thing i want to get to and get to it to start off the show because you love lists you love lists. i do i You're love big them. into lists I, I do athlon sports is, was doing an early list of the rankings of big 10 quarterbacks for this upcoming interesting year. ready okay. for this yes i'm just gonna go through the top six that'd be great because that's what we care about where it ends okay. number one C.J. Stroud, Ohio State. I, I can't believe there'd be anybody even in contention for number one besides Stroud. When I tell you number two, you, you'll you say, yeah, you're right. Number one has no contender. Right. No contender. Number two for Athlon Sports, rankings of Big Ten quarterbacks, Aiden O'Connell at Purdue. Hmm. Hmm. Now, that, I, he's pretty good. I like I mean, him. If that's number two, good. though, it's, a, it's, a, it's rough for the Big Ten he's right now. He's pretty good. Okay, who's three? Number three is the combination of either – Cade McNamara or J.J. McCarthy at Michigan? I would put that, too. Ahead of Aiden O'Connell? Yeah, I would put that, too. Not Nothing against Aiden O'Connell, but J.J. McCarthy's an exciting player. Okay, number four, Peyton Thorne at Michigan State? Yeah, yeah, solid. Solid. Uh, number five, Talia Tungavaloa at Maryland. Solid turnover issues, but and then solid. number six is Casey Thompson, Nebraska. Yeah, proven. I mean, he's he's started for a year at Texas put up good numbers, four and six, but played with a bad thumb. That's, you know what? You you don't feel too bad about that if you're a Nebraska fan having the number six quarterback in that group. Taggy Avoa is interesting to uh, me. My, my question would be, yeah, he's interesting. My question would be this, is is what is the ceiling for Casey Thompson in those rankings when, we all, when all is said and done here? 
Like he probably can't surpass CJ Stroud. I I think two also. Yeah. I agree with you. Aiden O'Connell at number two is a fine quarterback. He's you know he's good. But if you don't think you can surpass that and be as good or better, then I think you're doing something wrong here. The interesting thing to watch about Casey Thompson, Jake, will be how much he runs the ball. He didn't run it a lot at Texas because he wasn't asked to by Steve Sarkeesian. That wasn't part of the deal. At Nebraska, it might be more part of the deal. We don't know that. But but Charles Thompson said Casey can run. They just didn't ask him to do it. When he went to Texas – that was a you know it was Tom Herman's offense then, but a lot of the conversation was he's a runner, he's a runner. Now then, when he finally got the starting job after two years of backing up Sam Ellinger, they they weren't asking him to run, but he can run. And I noticed if you watch his his video of his starts, he's he like I was struck by it. I was like, I wonder why they don't ask him to run more because when he does run, he looks really good doing it. But I think he only ran fifty five times. But he's got really good balance. Like, you can tell he's a really good athlete because of his balance. He's got really – I mean, he's got a really good set. You know, he's he doesn't get knocked off his balance very easily. Doc is uh, – T-O-C-K. Yep. Is is typically um, – Cynical. Pe- yeah. Was a pessimist. Pessimistic. Cynical. Yep. And he's, he is here again on the Sauter Hamage Lewis text line 4645685. Doc says – Thompson isn't proven at all. Yes, he is. Playing in the Big 12 with zero defense is completely different than playing in the Big 10. I guarantee you, Casey Thompson did not go up against a top 15 defense. Well, I think Oklahoma State was... What was Oklahoma State? Hold on, Doc. Hold on, Doc. In the Big 10, there's usually six in the top 30 for defenses. Well, he's right. That's true in the the latter part. Yeah, he's right that the Big 12 doesn't play defense like the Big 10. But I don't know. Oklahoma's defense wasn't too bad, right? Yeah, oh, oh, you're right. Oklahoma State's defense was good, though. And Oklahoma's I think Baylor's was pretty good, too, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Hold on. I don't have the official rankings ahead of me. I'm going to get I'm going to get I'm going to do it right now. Now, again, Doc's I'm not I'm not saying I mean, Doc's correct in that they play much better defense in the Big 10 than they do the Big 12. Um I'm looking at the t- I'm looking at the top 25 okay. total defense is Ohio State's number one. Really? Lo- yes. Ohio State? Yeah, in 2021. We thought, we thought they had a rough defense. In total defense. Oh, I'm looking at total offense right saying, now. I don't think that's. I don't think that's right. Yeah, I'm looking. Ohio you. State's defense was the problem this Hello. year. Hello. Total defense. There okay, let's try 2021. Wisconsin's number one. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um, I'm on Oklahoma State, Doc, is number four in total defense in 2021. See if there's any other Big 12 teams in the top 25. Yes, Iowa State's number nine. Hmm. Hmm. Doc. Uh, Oh, oh, Doc. uh, 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 Anybody else? Um, No Oklahoma? No Baylor? um, No. Interesting. Okay. Well, two top 10 defenses then. That's not too bad. Yeah. Number four, number nine. Oklahoma State four, Iowa State number nine. Let's get a quick call from Brandon. Brandon, you're on early break. Go ahead. Morning, guys. Just something quick here. You know, listen to you guys talk about the mobility with Casey Thompson and him not being able to, to showcase that at Texas. I think the thing that really stands out to me over the last, I don't know what, probably 10, 12 years with, I mean, you had Taylor Martinez, you've had 
um, mm-hmm. Tommy Armstrong. Yep. You had Adrian Martinez. And now you have Casey Thompson coming in. With yep. those three guys before him, um, and not even including the, the backups that got to play a little bit, what was the one common thing that happened to those guys during their careers? Got hurt. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think a lot of it is going to depend on what this offensive line does and how smart Casey Thompson is when he does run the ball and how limited Scott Frost and, and Whipple are with with the run play. Yeah, and we okay, just don't Brandon, know that. You. We just don't know that. Where all those guys did, Taylor got hurt. How 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 injured how injury prone was Tommy Armstrong? Not real. No, I, he wasn't terribly injury prone. He got hurt mm-hmm. late in his career when remember against Iowa. Right. We uh, had the hamstring. Yeah, he had the hamstring when they went to Iowa. Yeah, but he was hurt before that because he, he missed the game against Maryland because okay. Breaker Fife started that. Yes, that's right. And that was hamstring issues. Probably from running. Well, he got he got hurt against Ohio State. Remember that in, yeah. the, in the actual got dinged. game, got dinged. But he came back to the sidelines after he went to the hospital. Yeah, that was a different injury. He got dinged. Then he, then he pulled his hamstring. Yep, bad hamstring injury. He had a bad hamstring injury. Bad, bad, bad. But yeah, I I hear you, Brandon. I hear you. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Brandon, for calling in. Yeah. All right, let's Good football. I love talking about football again. We're get we're getting back to that. Well, we'll have spring ball in. 12 days. We'll have plenty of Yeah, I hope we have a lot. In. Yeah, I hope we have a lot to talk about. When we come back, we'll talk to your colleague, the Journal Stars, Parker Gabriel, next on Early Break on the Ticket. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S.-licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then, Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So, guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash fuller. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's roco slash fuller. 